All right, folks, thank you for joining me again. This is Todd Wilson with the Tour de Todd Cycling Podcast. Uh, today I have someone that I have actually followed for quite a while, uh, like another uh, many other people on IG, and really got to notice his racing. Um, it's Tyler Locke out of California. Um, he's also raced, I believe, so, a lot, quite a bit in Florida, doing some in South America now, and he's turned pro. So, Tyler, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Man, it is good. It is good. Um, talk to me about how you got on the bike. I'm curious about that. I started young. I was riding bikes uh, on, on the jumps, doing BMX style. And then as I got to high school, I was able to get a mountain bike, do a little bit of cross-country racing. And from there, I uh, worked at a bike shop. At the bike shop, picked up the road bike and began road racing at around age of 20. Wow. Okay. Um, did you progress quickly? Uh, yes. Within my first year of racing, uh, went through the ranks pretty quickly and was able to be in a UCI race in, in New Zealand later that year of my first season. Are you serious? Yeah. It was an incredible experience. The The race was so hard. It's called the Tour of Southland. Uh, yep. Highly recommend uh, for the experience, anyone who wants to try a very hard race. <laughs> Not bad. Um, tell me this. What what part of California, and talk to me about the California racing. Uh, I live in just north of Los Angeles in Santa Clarita, California. Uh, the Amgen Tour of California has finished and started here many times. Yeah. Uh, the racing is uh, mainly based out of Long Beach in Ontario, Nowadays, with the with the two Criterium series, um, you get to ride with the big boys Legion of Los Angeles. They've been uh, dominating pretty much for three seasons now, so it's exciting to be able to race against them and 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 uh, get some great training in when I'm home. Not bad. Is it? Whenever I look at the videos there, there's lots of lots of racers there. Is the racing scene quite? quite uh, I would say is it is it well established yes there's a there's a there's a high demand for racing in Southern California a lot of racers always show up not only to the races but group rides uh, and other events as well yeah because I always see that like the group rides there's lots and lots of riding from where you live how many group rides can you hit at any given time I think there's uh, three or four a week um, I'm not really a group rider myself, but I know they exist. Not bad, not bad. What type of rider would you say you are? Uh, I say I specialize in breakaways and criteriums, mm -hmm. and uh, at times I can develop a pretty good sprint. Not bad, not but bad. But I'd rather leave it down to a breakaway. Not bad. You like to suffer, apparently. <laughs> 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 um, what's it like racing against the the Legion boys when you're home? I mean, it, it seems like they, like you said, for three seasons they've been killing it. Is it is it tough that there's not that many teams that can compete against them? Uh, it's 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 always hard, um, and you you get a lot of of good training in when you do those races because. You can't just sit back and, and let everyone else do the work. You got to put in some work yourself. Um, and 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 not, and not only is it is an interesting 
to see them organize, but it's 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 very uh, fun to to go up against them and try to attack them when even though they're very organized and will send two riders with you, it's it's still fun to ride with them. Not bad, not bad. Now you've done some some racing in, and you rode for Gutenplan, which is out of Miami, I believe. Um, how did you get that connection? Uh, my good friend Stefano Babari, uh, back in the day when he was beginning to switch over to more mountain biking, uh, he he asked me if I wanted to do more international and USA crits racing, which is no longer series, but back then was getting quite big. So I talked to David, and, and from there we, we worked things out and did a whole season together and ended up having David win the season of uh, USA crits that year. How was that season? It was epic. Uh, that's lots of ups and downs, uh, wins, crashes, uh, podiums, etc. Um, I, I enjoyed every bit of it. Um, I, I do want to back up a little bit because there was there was a question I wanted to ask you. I don't see a lot of road racing in California, which kind of surprises me. Is that the case? Yeah, the, the, they've declined uh, substantially over the years because. I think it has more to do with the permits to get the roads uh, closed for that long or to have shared traffic or whatever the safety reasons are. I'm pretty sure that's that's the main reason. So, yeah, a big decline in road races, but when, when they do happen, they're nice and hard. Not bad. So, Not bad. Obviously hilly, too. Yes. Uh, there should be one, I think, this weekend. Very hilly. A little bit of altitude. Not too much, but lots of climbing. What do you prefer, crits or, or road race? Definitely criterions. <laughs> well, you're a big fella, man. You're not a small guy. Yeah, those those road races get pretty hard if you have to do a lot of climbing. So I prefer the the criteriums over. Yeah, an hour of power. <laughs> I like that. How tall are you? Uh, six foot two. Yeah, you're a big fella when it comes to trying to get over those hills. Um, you recently turned pro. And I'm curious because how old are you now and what, what prompted you to want to turn pro? I'm 35 now and I've done a number of seasons as an elite rider. So uh, this year I wanted to take it to the next level and see how I can uh, be on par with the others. Not bad, not bad. Okay, what team are you riding for? And I've seen a lot of pictures in South America. Talk to me about that. So this year we are riding for Team Coretec America, based out of uh, Florida as well. Um, but the, the team is registered uh, in Dominican Republic. Uh, we ride the, the Coretec bicycles. They're based out of Germany. Yeah. Uh, very, very fast bicycles. Uh, I enjoy riding my CCT Evo SLR disc very much. Not bad. How did you guys get, how did you get that connection? Uh, racing in Panama. Uh, there's the Classica Panama. Uh, RPC radio and it's uh, four criteriums and I was racing in the Masters A category uh, doing quite well and from there we talked and uh, I was able to join their team halfway through the season last year and finish off the Masters A um, Tour of America's championship with them. How'd that go for you? Uh, we, we, I won the overall as well as the team won the elite overall and the Masters, uh, I believe, B and C overall. So as a team, we did quite well. Not bad. Now, how many races does that series encompass and where, if I may ask 
So last year it was five countries. Uh, it wow. started, yeah, it started in Panama. And then next was uh, here, United States and Miami, tour South Florida, presented by Cortec. And then the next one was Ecuador. And after that, uh, Dominican Republic. And the, fu- the final one was in Puerto Rico. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through quite a few of those if you don't mind. Um, I've, seen the, I've seen videos of the, and that's one of the videos I actually recognized you in, um, in Panama. Talk to me about the racing in Panama. Oh, very, very hot. <laughs> it, it it gets hot there. Uh, very hard, uh, fun, and very dynamic. The courses are always different and always changing. So you could be good at one course one day and then and then not so good the other day. But always it's fun. Um, there's a lot of respect between the riders. Uh, Things get tight, but not as much crashes as you would expect yeah. from from such a situation. And uh, everyone's attitude is positive and, and cycling, so it's very fun. Not bad. It seems like they get a, a lot of a lot of riders out there, even from South Florida. Yes, yeah. everyone's starting to show up for the Classic of Panama. Not bad. Um, Ecuador. Where was that held, and how was the racing? Ecuador, uh, it was in Guayaquil, um, actually where my daughter lives, and uh, the racing was a was a basically uh, three stages. Uh, you do, um, I think it was a time trial, road race, criterium. Mm-hmm. No, no, sorry, sorry, road race, criterium, and the final was the time trial. Wow, big fields. Uh, sizable for for the for the race. It was an inaugural event. Uh, very very good attendance for 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 being such a. Uh, um, it was it was not easy to get to logistically, but for for where it was, there was mm-hmm. a lot of people that did show up. How did you do, and how did the team do? Uh, our team won overall in the elite, and I won the Masters A category um, and the sprint competition. Wow, you cleaned up, dude. Yeah, it was a good time. Not bad. Dominican Republic. That one was uh, July. We showed up. Uh-huh. Um, I was able to to race at the. That was my first team race um, on the Cortec, and on the first day, I ended up taking the win on the road race uh, for Masters A category, and and then uh, getting the leaders jerseys. Uh, next day got canceled for hurricane weather, oh. and then the third day. Uh, not so well. I got 12, uh, but retained fifth overall in the overall stage race. So I was pretty happy. Not bad. It was, was a, not, go ahead. I'm Masters sorry. category. Okay. Okay. Was it hilly? Uh, rollers, ups and downs, five, six percent. Um, nothing, no climbs, no sustained climbing. Okay. So they didn't try to kill you. No, <laughs> it was just wins and, and being efficient as much as possible. The Criterium was a pretty big circuit. Uh, miscalculated the sprint on that one, but set a new minute power on that. So I'm pretty happy. Not, ba- not bad, not bad. Okay, the, the last one, Puerto Rico. Yes, uh, that one I came into uh, not the freshest. I had just crashed, but uh, in terms of my fitness, I was rolling pretty well. Uh, the first day, uh, I think, let's see, I got... 
third place, second day, third place, and then the third day I won, and the last day I got fourth place. So that was... I tied for second overall, but they gave me third overall because the guy who uh, bested me uh, was a place ahead of me on the last day. Ah, okay, okay. So, okay, so. talk talk to me about the team, Team Cortec. How many riders, and what does your schedule look like uh, this year? Uh, it's good. We got a lot of international races. We're about to do the Volta Independencia in Dominican Republic. That happens this uh, starting this coming week. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, after that, we target uh, Panama again and follow throughout the year uh, Tulsa Tough, uh, possibly Tour of America Dairylands, and then uh, here's and there's uh, different uh, maybe local races for myself, mm-hmm. uh, and also just as well as doing the other countries, all the same races um, as last year, plus a few extra tours in, in other South American countries. You really like racing in South America? Yeah, I'm getting used to it. The humidity is a killer from someone who races in the desert or, or is used to training in the desert. But when you get used to it, it's it's pretty nice. I like the weather. I like racing in hot rain uh, versus cold rain. Yeah. And uh, yeah, everyone's very respectful. Uh, I like I like riding in, in groups and packs uh, down there. It's very fun. Not bad. How many riders on the team, and what what? What is your position for the team? Uh, this year we have eight riders, and my position is to, to be uh, specialized in the criterium races, huh. um, help out either the sprinter or try to uh, grab a stage myself. Not bad, not bad. So with all of that in mind, what's what's training for you like on a weekly basis? Right now we're ranging from 10 to 20, maximum 25 hours a week. So, um, and we'd reduce the, the, the inten- not the intensity, but reduce the, the hours when it comes closer to the heavier races. Yeah. Cause I, I always see you on IG and you're, you're either California, Florida, or somewhere in South America. So, and you always have great pictures. <laughs> well, thank you. Yes. Yeah, so I'm trying to share my adventures with everyone and, and, and hopefully others will start to experience it as well and, and get out there and try international racing. Um, it's great. All the experience is great. Um, never had any problems, and everyone's so friendly. So that's really it good. is quite a good experience. Yes. Not bad. Was it a shock to the system to to race from to come from America to start racing internationally? Uh, yeah. Well, a few years back, I've I've experienced it here's and there's, um, and and going into these stage races, it's it's all about recovery. Versus, uh, I, I guess, in, like when I race in drier, drier environments, mm-hmm. it's easier for me to recover, so I just have more fun. But in these races, I get serious, and I'm in the hotel and resting in between days, and it's it's a full commitment. Not bad. Okay, you're 35. What made you turn pro at this age? Because some would say that's late, but I would just say, hey, if you feel you have it, go for it. Yeah, a lot of racers uh, have started later on and and seen success. My good friend Eric McCott has been a two-time pro national champion mm-hmm. over the age of 30, I think 34 and 35 he won um, crit and road. So it is possible. A lot more dedication, 
than say a, a younger person at 21 to 25 years old they have a lot more energy i say yeah. so I would, I, more hours of sleep um, <laughs> but it is very possible now but is is it is turning pro everything that you thought it would be yeah i love it i love the team camaraderie traveling together uh seeing new places everyone has each other's backs um when we get a flat everyone stops we wait we change it or if anyone has a problem we we wait um and everyone gets along very well i I like i like the team dynamic very much so not bad so how how often are you in california um and what's what's your usual stay there as opposed to having to head out and hit a bike race uh, this year, I think I'll be in California spotted two to three weeks at a time. Um, and then I'll, I'll try to do local racing when I'm home as well as, um, go camping and, and, you know, do my usual. But as far as, uh, target racing for the team, it'll definitely be more international and then Tulsa tough. Not bad. Is there a race that you're, you're focusing on this year? Um, I want to compete at the higher level to my to my capacity. So there is no particular race I have at the moment. Um, I try to prepare equally for each one as, yeah. just as of now. Yeah. Um, and hopefully the success comes after the hard work is put in. So tell me this. What does Tyler do away from the bike? Because I see a lot of bike riding. And then I see some a couple of kids there. Yes, I have two beautiful daughters. Yep. One is 11 years old. Her name is Mackenzie. And then my other daughter, Tyler Noah, is five years old. And they each live not close to me, but we make it work. I get to see them throughout the year. Not bad, not bad. Um, you have interests outside of outside of cycling? Uh, a few interests of mine include camping, metal music, and, and art. So I, I try to dab dab a bit in each one of those. And uh, with the riding, uh, you can incorporate a few of those. Yeah. So you go camping with the bike or uh, on a bike ride, you go pick up some art in the streets, wherever you are. Not bad. Okay, you said metal. Um, what you listening to? Uh, nowadays, I prefer the desert rock uh, sludge or just classic heavy metal. You got a favorite group? Ah, Sleep. I would say Sleep is my favorite group. Not bad, not bad. So where do you where do you want to take your riding to? Is there is there a thought of wanting to try to get on a bigger team as a pro or are you happy where you're at? I'm very happy where I'm at right now and uh, the team has big plans uh, for the future, so I, I plan to stay with them as as long as I can and uh experience as much as I can for these remaining years until the body starts to fade. What would you do after cycling? Or would you do, or do you want to stay in it? I want to stay in the sport, uh, work within the sport. Um, I don't know exactly what that means yet, but I would, I would like to stay within the sport. Possibly run a team. Uh, that would be great or work with a team or however it is. Um, Remain remain loyal to the sponsors and and keep going as long as I can. That's not bad. Did you did you when you started riding at started racing at twenty? Did you ever think that you'd get to this point? 
No, we just picked it up for fun. I was doing some weekend time trials um, monthly. Uh, didn't know my capacity as a rider yet. And then the following year, I started doing the criteriums. No training, just straight in. Uh, did a wow. criterium at my first ride of the season and just progressed. Uh, I think I did 57 races that year throughout. But you know, lower categories until I got to the, the pro one, two category and, and onward into, uh, the USA crit finals that year. Um, and New Zealand, uh, tour Southland tour Southland. That's, that is a tour that is pretty darn hard. I understand. Um, who do I, Hayden Godfrey, I believe I've heard done that before. How did you get, yes. to, how did you get to do that shit, man? I, I raced the, the criterium, uh, with the team that had a connection to the race and uh, I did really well and so they gave me a call and said hey do you want to race in New Zealand and I said yes so I packed my bags and within a month I was on my way uh, the weather gets very cold there yeah so that you have to factor that in someone like me who's used to the warm that was quite an experience <laughs> Um, what I was going to ask you was how how long how long was the stages, and how did you do overall? Uh, the stages ranged uh, like the first day is a team time trial, just straight out the gate, eight kilometers, ballistic, fast as you can, and then uh, hours later you're doing uh, sixty miles with a one kilometer finish at I think twenty two to twenty eight percent grade, so. That's day one, and then onward on to the next day is like 110 miles, and you rack up 600 plus miles in in six days of racing, and they do the double stages. So when I did it, it was eight or nine stages. Yeah, and I took two top 20s, so it was a great experience, and I got to see how the the pro peloton works and bottle feeding and everything all at once. Good times. I think people would be surprised at how tough the Kiwis are when it comes to racing. Those winds are so strong, so you have to have all the watts to, to keep up because if you're not efficient, you're, you're going to struggle. It's such a windy, windy race. Wow. Would you go back? Yes, I love that race. I, I, I went back in 2019 and was able to race um, – with a really strong team, we ended up getting second in one of the days. Uh, one of our riders had the sprint jersey, so it's a great experience. Was that what gave you the inkling that you know what? I think I can do this. I think I can go pro. Yeah, I was I was focusing on Criterium all that year, and then I didn't get the the base I needed, but I attempted. I got to a few stages in before uh, I pulled out, but I, I was very surprised that I was able to do as much as I did based on how little I got prepared for it. Yeah, yeah. Now, you were just recently in, in Florida. You raced in Miami. Um, you did that killer crit that's up a it's, – it's like it used to be like a trash dump. And... Uh, the Vista View. Yeah. Yes, that, that's a hard – that's a hard one. Those guys are – oh, that's a hard one. Yeah, I did that race about four or five years ago believe longer than that and i just died on it i'm not a climber whatsoever so um talk to me about how the team did here recently in miami because you had miami blaze down there you had um man you got you guys are down at cortec was there you had 
uh, a contingency of best buddies that was down there with Michael Hernandez. How did that? How did that, those races go for you guys? Uh, we got third overall. Uh, yeah. We we had Ricky, our our leader. He consistently placed well every single day through adversity. I'm so proud of him. He, uh, you know, just stayed the course. And uh, as a team, we worked for him, and we were able to get third overall. Uh, he was fourth on two of the days, seventh on one of the days, and then a top 20 finish. So we were able to maintain third overall. And uh, on the last day, best buddies switched from from Michael to Alfredo to win the overall. And it was impressive to watch that team dynamic go down and very hard work from everyone. And Team Medellin showed up with Oscar Sevilla and those guys were ripping. Those guys were ripping. So Miami Blazers had a bunch of great guys uh, getting ready for the season. They're all new to the team, so it was awesome to see them line up as well and yeah. and work their team dynamic. Um, they had Johnny get third on the last day. Uh, yeah, Amino Grip was there. Um, they had the Puerto Rican team, uh, Dominican team, everyone there. Like, Jonathan Argon- Argondo won, let's see, stage three with his teammate in second, so they had a great day. Wow. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of power. Okay, I can ask you this, because since you go back and forth from each coast, I'm curious of your thoughts on this. I don't think people really understand how f- tough and how fast the racing is and how big the scene is in South Florida for bike racing. Can you, can you, since you go back and forth from California to Miami area, can you explain to people how big it is down there? Yeah, and, and Miami, it's huge. Everyone shows up and everyone's there to race and everyone's very serious. It's it's a, a very good race atmosphere and everyone's just ready to go. Everyone rips each other's legs off. That's the best part about it. Yeah. How, how does it compare to California? Uh, California, uh, the race has very few outsiders show up. So when, when we all race against each other, we've all known each other for years. And, uh, if someone just looks at other people's Strava, they can figure out their fitness and, it's not. It's it's kind of kind of boring for me, but um, I do enjoy it. Not bad, not bad. Well, I don't want to hold you too long, but I just want to say thank you for 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 your patience of us being able to get this done. Um, I do want to wish you and the team luck this year. Um, I'll definitely be following you guys because I I, I enjoy your 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 IG. You're you're quite fun. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> no problem. All right, again, folks, this is uh, the Tour de Tot Cycling Podcast. Hey, if you want to get to uh, get to me about bringing somebody on, just hit me up at my uh, email at tourdetod at yahoo.com. And uh, wherever you guys get your, uh, your podcasts, uh, Spotify, Apple, I'm on there. Just take a listen. Take care, everybody. All right, everybody, that was Tyler Locke. But I got something I want to talk to you guys about. So come March 5th, there is a bike swap shop in Flea Market at the Brian Piccolo Velodrome infield. So for anybody that's listening to this podcast that lives in South Florida, here's an opportunity for you to be able to put together a track bike or any kind of bike on the cheap. So for folks that are trying to sell, bring any type of bike parts, frames, whole bikes, used and new apparel, etc. Give your spare stuff a second life and 
come on by and for folks that are looking to buy, find a deal. So here's the deal. Entry fee is free to the public and it's from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. Brian Piccolo Velodrome, March 5th. Be there or be square, folks.